Welcome to the Afterwatch with Lavar and Phil. This is another hot takes episode presented by the Afterwatch. I'm Lavar. I'm Phil. That worked like that. Yeah. Um, today we're going to be discussing a run some uh, random uh, topics here. Uh, I'm going to share some news with uh, Phil. Yep. And get some of uh, Phil's insights. Yep. And we'll discuss uh, what's been going on. So true hot takes. True hot takes. True we'll hot go, takes. We'll go with the uh, the lighter news first. The Batman. Okay. Um, casting news. Uh, recently, I've been made aware through uh, multiple uh, media sources that the Batman's casting will include. I had been rumored to include, well, we know for sure, actually, Zoe Zeltana is playing Catwoman. We have Jeffrey Wright uh, playing Commissioner Gordon. Um, sorry, this is Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Is playing Catwoman. Yeah, I was like, Zoe Saldana. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry, Zoe Kravitz is playing that Catwoman. Could work, though. I prefer Kravitz for this role. Yeah, I feel like she's a little, uh, Zoe Saldana can be a little bit stiff. I find, yeah. True. Um, and of course, we know Robert Pattinson, uh, Pattinson, sorry, is playing Bruce Wayne. And like I said, Jeffrey Wright's playing Commissioner Gordon, which I think is, is a good casting right there. Mm-hmm. Paul Dano is playing Edward Nashton, which is supposed to be the Riddler. Not Edward Nigma? They have Nashton here. Okay. Well, well, I know. I think it's just they don't want to make it so on the nose. Okay, sure, I guess. And for those who don't know, Paul Dano is from movies such as Prisoners, uh, There Will Be Blood, Little Miss Sunshine, Wildlife, um, Swiss Army Man as well. He's been he's been around. You see him pop up in a lot of different things. And uh, rumor has it that Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Don't care. Hmm. Colin Farrell, if and people should know who he is, but in case you don't, he's from Alexander. He's from uh, the Total Recall remake, Dumbo, Fantastic Beasts, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them, Lobster, and a few others. So originally, I think Jonah Hill was in talks for Play Penguin, which Jonah Hill. Yeah, that I think that could have worked. That would have been terrible. That would have been interesting. That would have been terrible. I think that would have been so interesting. That would have been terrible. But Colin Farrell is going to be playing it. That uh, sounds amazing. That sounds very interesting also. That sounds amazing. He could play a really good penguin. I, I wonder if he's going to play like a big penguin. Is he going to be a slim penguin? Because he's a slim guy. Yeah. Because uh, his how Penguin looks is part of the character. Yeah. And traditionally, he's always looked kind of robust, mm-hmm. uh, except for the Gotham series. Right. So maybe they're basing off of that. Or maybe Confro is going to gain 200 pounds. I don't know. No, I think they're going to play him skinny and he, they're going to, he's going to lean a lot on his accent, kind of make like more of a gritty or Great. kind of penguin. I think it's supposed to be a grittier film. I think it's supposed to be kind of a little bit more film noir, actually, the Batman. Oh, okay, to be. cool. I think along those lines. So, um, that's going to be interesting. And also the, in talks, Andy Serkis as, guess, can you guess? Um, Clayface. No, Alfred Pennyworth. What? <laughs> you guys should have seen Phil's face. It's amazing. <laughs> so they picked the most boring character for Andy Circus. Have you pl- seen the Pennyworth series? Hmm. I saw one, what, one episode. But, <laughs> but like, wait, hold on. The Pennyworth series is about Alfred? Yeah. Ew. What do you think it was about? 
I don't know, it's just about a, a dude named Pennyworth. Yeah, Alfred. I didn't think it would be about Alfred. But he was young. He's a secret agent of some sort. Oh, my goodness. He works for like MI5 or 6 or something. Okay, I'm going to have to watch an episode of Pennyworth. Okay, yeah, I'll get back f- to you guys about this Pennyworth series. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, tell us how Pennyworth is. You can reach us at at after underscore watch. Yeah, save, save Phil some time. Just yeah, save, some, yeah much- <laughs> save me some time. Let me know what Pennyworth is like. Oh, um, yeah, Andy Serkis as Pennyworth. I thought, okay, he can do it. I think Andy Serkis is a good actor, like outside of the CGI stuff. I think he's a good actor. Yeah. And he can do Pennyworth. Would I like him to play something a little bit more demanding his skill? Sure. Yeah, like, that, um, that feels like a waste position. Alyssa plan on using him in a very good way. Like, you, can gotten, you could have gotten, like, Ian McKellen to play Pennyworth. Right. That would have been good. <laughs> or Patrick but, Stewart would have been good. Um, yeah, those guys would have been good, too. But, no, Andy Serkis as Pennyworth would work. He could play Grodd. Killer... Killer Grodd. No, we already see him as a monkey. I don't want to see him on yeah, a monkey just have again. A, but he'd be perfect as it. Clayface would have been cool, actually. Yeah. yeah Clayface would have been good. Killer Croc would have been interesting. Killer Croc would have been actually pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Who else is it? Yeah. I, no, I, forget that. Dr. Freeze. I don't think he has the poise for that. I think he can get it. I think he could do it. I don't know if he had the point. Like, I, I need keep, a very regal. Yeah, very Mr. regal, Freeze. Mr. Free. I, I keep on thinking of the uh, Batman animated series, that one episode where Mr. Free is looking for Nora. Oh. That is like so, like, Nora. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Nora. Nora. <laughs> My a, love, that, I'll finally unfreeze you from this block That was of a ice. great episode. Like, yo, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, but yeah, I. That, what do you think about those castings? Um. Andy Serkis, I was like, mm. Colin Farrell, I like. I think that's pretty cool. As uh, as as Penguin, okay. I think that'd be. I think that'd be pretty pretty cool. Andy Serkis as Penguin would have been cool too. Could have been, yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, who? Um, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. Yeah, we sure. talked about that already. That I think that's a good fit. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be fine. I just, it's all like costume and and just. I think how but- how the spectrum of catness. She has like, is she like just a cat burglar, or is she like kind of cuckoo, no, like you know, licking her hand, like like Halle Berry in the Catwoman movie? Okay, so I never watched Halle Berry movie, mm. but uh, um, the the Batman eighty nine or Batman nineties film with um, oh, oh uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Thank you, Michelle Pfeiffer. Name, yeah, that's the Catwoman. Mm. Uh, and she's quirky. She's weird. Yeah. Even before she became a Catwoman, she's quirky. And she's kind of weird. I think she'll be able to do it. Whatever it is, whatever the guideline is, she'll be able to do it. And I don't think they're going to play it off just as kind of a, a cameo cat burglar who pops in and pops out. Right. Uh, she has to have like a, a significant role in the film, I would hope and imagine. Right. Else it'd be a waste of her time and quite honestly my time to go watch it. Yeah. If yeah I'm going yeah. to watch her as Catwoman. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. He's been around for a while. People don't know. He's in Hunger Games 3 and 4. Mm. Uh, he was in the James Bond film um, with Daniel Craig, the first one with Daniel Craig. Oh, you mean um, Casino Royale? Casino Royale was in there. He was like a CIA agent. Oh, okay, okay. He's also in the second one as well. Mm-hmm. So he's been around for a good while. He's a good oh, actor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He also played Martin Luther King for like a TV movie as well, and he was very good in that. Yeah. So he's playing Commissioner Gordon. I think that's a great role for him. Yeah. And that works well for him. Uh, I think the only sticking point I have with this casting list, and Catwoman we talked about before already in another episode, the only issue I have right now, I kind of agree with you with Andy Serkis, even though he can play Pennyworth. Yeah. And he'll do a great job as Pennyworth. 
I don't see Pennyworth having a major role outside what he's been known to be doing. Yeah. He serving tea. He serves tea. He manages up the computer. Yeah. He does his computer and stuff. He's like he's he's vital. But you know. I'd be more interested to hear if they're gonna have a Robin in it. Hmm. That would be cool to have. They, we sh- they should have a Robin in it. It'd be nice, at least to even suggest, or even a Nightwing. Yeah, like have a Nightwing out there somewhere. If you don't want, if it, if it's kind of weird and odd to have like a, a preteen as yeah. Batman sidekick, at least have like um, uh, a Nightwing somewhere out there in the universe who exists. And I have no idea who would have to play that off the top of my head. But yeah, they have to have been... somebody who can really fight. Like I, I need some like nice action in this batman film uh i i'm gonna assume that it will be because having a batman film without a good fight scene doesn't make any sense yeah also it'd be nice to have a batman film where he actually does detective work yes and i i have a feeling that they're probably gonna want to go along that I route think, i think i heard rumor that that's where they're going now yeah so that would be good but it's gonna be hard because people are gonna come to a batman film not simply to see him be smart right. unfortunately yeah um they want to see him punch somebody in the face and you have to balance i guess both those yeah right right. um and other news uh uh marvel studios will be pushing to get their uh franchise hit avengers endgame into the oscars to win an oscar so uh according to newsarama here uh disney has begun its for your consideration campaign for Academy Award nomination for its 2019 films, oh films, including an extensive campaign for nominations for Avengers Endgame in a variety of categories. Disney is promoting Endgame, the highest grossing film of all time globally, for a variety of Oscar categories, chiefly Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Disney is also promoting nearly all the films major stars for Best Supporting Actor or Best Supporting Actress, notably including Robert Downey Jr. for Best Supporting Actor for his performance as Tony Stark Iron Man. Downey previously requested that he not be recommended for an Oscar nomination for the role. <laughs> I actually saw that interview with uh, Howard Stern. He didn't. He wasn't too interested. Yeah, it. it's like, why? Um, so, a quick rundown. Uh, so this is for Endgame. I don't have a list for other movies they're they're considering. Uh, so best picture would be Kevin Feig. Um, best director Anthony and Joe Russo. Best supporting no sorry best adapted screenplay because for Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Best supporting actor Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner, Josh Brolin, Paul Rudd, Don Cheadle. Let's talk about that real quickly. Yeah, two minutes. I think. If you're going to push for, I'm not saying I agree with them pushing for Oscar or anything, but if they were going to, the only two people on this list for best supporting actor to be considered, Robert Downey Jr. and Josh Brolin. Well, um, what about Chris Hemsworth? Nope. No? Um, for best supporting actor? Yeah. No. Okay. No, I, I like. Maybe, you know what? I hear you. Josh, I think Josh Brolin for sure. For, yes. Like for his Thanos stuff. Yes. Actually, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Sorry, you know what? For Infinity War. Infinity War Josh Brolin. Brolin. Right. For Endgame, I'll put Robert Downey Jr. over Brolin. Okay. And you know what? Because I'm taking Brolin out, I'm thinking about the movie as I'm talking to you about it now. I think Chris Helmsworth, he's in it more. Yeah. He has more of an emotional arc in it. Yes. But he's not in it enough for me to stay uh, best supporting yeah. actor. Right, right, right. So Robert Downey Jr., I think. And then probably Chris Helmsworth, just for the sake of the amount of time he's in it. But yeah. 
he unfortunately doesn't do a lot. Yeah. If it's it. Infinity War, I think that would probably be a better push than Endgame, I think. For Chris Evans? For oh, no, Josh Brolin. For Josh Brolin. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. So Robert Jr. Joined, Robert Downey Jr., my pick for best actor for consideration. Mm-hmm. Not even saying he should win. I was saying for, if you're gonna if you're gonna promote him to right. be nominated, I'll put Robert Downey Jr. Like, it feels like Disney is just putting out names, yeah, hoping one of them will catch. They're trying to be fair. What? They're trying to be fair. How? Like, how's that being fair? What? But, how, what? Looking, but they don't have a best actor. They, they didn't put for a best actor. It's the, best well, supporting. That's, we, that's weird. They should put Robert Downey Jr. for best actor. To be honest with you, right? Like, I don't know why he's in best supporting actor. Right. But, yeah. I don't know. So you're you're saying Chris Hemsworth would be in there? I think so. Yeah, I like I liked him in it. I thought he had at least had an arc in the film. Yeah, but so did Robert Downey Jr. Well, his arc. Mm. He's the funny thing about Robert Downey Jr. His arc is like over like five movies, over ten years. Yeah, right. So it's not even fair, right? Yeah. Um. So Don Cheadle, no, no, <laughs> no Don Cheadle, no Paul Rudd, no Jeremy Renner. This it doesn't make any no, sense. No, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, best supporting actress: Scarlett Johansson, Gwyneth Paltrow, Zo- Zoe, Zelda- Zoe Saldana, Karen Gillian, Bray Larson. No, for all of them. <laughs> tell no me, for, no, for all of them. Tell me what you said. This is for best supporting actress. Tell me what you said about Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> well, in okay, well, in Endgame, Scarlett Johansson had the. This is the one movie where she actually had a range. That, that's not exactly what you said originally. <laughs> What did I say? It's like this is the most actually she's done. Oh yeah, in all the movies, in all the Marvel movies, in all the Marvel movies, the most. And I'm thinking about it. I was like, "What well, did Winter Soldier? She did a lot." No, she was the same character the whole time. So, so you're talking about range then? Range, this is the most range she had. Yeah. Um, she doesn't really. Cha- she doesn't change. You are completely correct. But here's the funny thing she about change. it. She's I sad like at the that. beginning, and then she, yo, she's sad when she died. You know, like. <laughs> Then she got a little happy when Captain America talked with her, and then they <laughs> solved the mystery where all the Infinity Stones are, and then she died. Like none, none of them. Like best support, none of well, them. Well, de- definitely, like Brie Larson is a no. I don't know why she's even considered to be a, a best supporting actress. She didn't I, like do anything. I, from- like I, I, like I'm telling you, they're trying to be fair. How's they're, they're giving participation awards. You know those purple ribbons you get when you race and you don't win. That's insulting. Yeah, it is insulting. Gwyneth Paltrow had what three scenes in the movie? Four. What Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and she pops up what near the last half hour. Like, right. You, yeah, I don't. I, I don't understand their mentality. Like, you can't take it seriously when you do stuff like this. Exactly. I could say, all right, so if Scarlett Johansson was the only name on there, but even even if Karen just, Gillian, because I actually liked actually what her character did. You know what? For best supporting actress, I would put Karen Gillian. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. More than anybody else in this more film. More than anybody else. And I, I, I like Scarlett Johansson. I liked her in Infinity War. I thought she was. I thought her kind of monotone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I thought it worked perfectly in Infinity War. Right. I thought she was good. Like you're, you're right. This is the most kind of emotional range I saw yeah. in in Endgame. Hey, it's not to say that they're any of them are bad. No, for just, maybe like Brie Larson, but like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> like um, but they didn't do they didn't do anything thing, really o- enough. Only to, Karen Karen Gillian. She yeah. did, she did the most. Now that I think about it, she would be the one I would. Say. I walked out of uh, Endgame thinking, yo, Karen Gillian kind of killed it. Yeah, like the range what she did because she is kind of monotone as well. Right, she's always just angst. Yeah, throughout the movies I've seen her in, but this showed a little bit more. It built off of what occurred in in the Guardians Galaxy. Yeah, she, two. She played two different roles in it. Yeah, she played a, fu- a past self and future self and stuff like that. You know, that like, conflict with itself. Yeah. Yo, that okay. I would give. I would support Karen Gillian. Yes, Karen Gillian. 
I'm not saying she should win necessarily. No, 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 no. She should just be. If but you, also if depends. You're gonna nominate somebody from Infinity War or Endgame. You you nominate her. But it's also that's true. But it depends on who she's uh, uh, facing up against in in the actual Oscars. She if, shouldn't win. Well, it depends who she's going against. It it really does. Okay, okay. It could be someone like I don't know, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Meryl Streep. Okay. Uh, best cinematographer, Trent uh, Opelok. Uh, best film editing. Um, best production design. I can say that if they want to say best uh, cinematography, they can get a nomination for that for the film, even though it is kind of a blockbustery type thing. But like, I could see that being more. Um, I would or say even editing. I would say editing, editing and yeah. production design. Yeah. No production design for sure. Yeah. So I would give them definitely production design. Yeah, editing as well. I'll give them. I will. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. I think for these movies, yeah, those will always be the standout. Right. Right. So that's a no brainer in terms of what to push for Oscars. Costume design, same thing. Um, makeup, same thing. Mm-hmm. Sound mm-hmm. mixing, same thing. Sound editing, sound, those type of visual effects and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. Exactly. Score, not so much. No. But anything to do with the uh, visual aspects of the film. Yeah, I could definitely like. I think the the woman from Black Panther who did the Black Panther costume. She won an Oscar. Yeah, I, and she rightly should have. Yeah, because the costumes in that in that movie were the best thing. Yeah, I think I think in our criticisms of Marvel movies, yeah. our criticism of Marvel movies, it has to do with story, theme, right, and originality. Right, right. Visually speaking, nine times out of ten, Marvel movie wins. Right. A few things here and there. Infinity War had one, two scenes that didn't work out visually mm-hmm. for me. Um, Endgame, I think for the most part, were near perfect in terms of visual, yeah. costume, design, special effects, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. My issues usually lie on story arcs, what the conflict is, the acting's usually on point, yeah. and third act resolutions. Right. Right. I know your issue is like they always end up fighting themselves at the end. Right. Pretty much. You know, so, <laughs> so, but in terms of everything else here, and I think even on this name, in the last two minutes we have here, there's some people that probably who are missing who should be considered. Mm. Um, not just for, and again, this is just for Endgame. The article does say that they're pushing all the movies that came out 2019 for Oscars. Right. So we have to look and see what those other movies are. I'm assuming, well, Black Panther came out 2019, right? No, it came out 2018. No, it was 2019. 2019? Yeah. Okay. So, excuse me. So if that's the case. Wait, sorry. No, I think it's twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Right. So I don't remember what else came out from Marvel in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Wait, what else came out? Tonight? Probably Spider Man. Yeah. Far from home. Yeah, yeah. That's not, it came out right after. That's Shingate. And also, uh, Captain Marvel. Okay, that's not. I don't. Yeah. F- what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yo, I'm not. Yo, I'm done. Yo, anything else you want? Yeah, to- no, that, that's that's it for us. You can hear us on all your podcast purveyors. Um, uh, you Captain can reach Marvel. us at uh, on Twitter at at Fire after underscore that. watch, and you can reach us by email at theafterwatch at pm dot me. So we're out of here. I haven't even seen Captain Marvel yet. I don't plan on ever watching Captain Marvel. Yo, thanks for listening to Afterwatch. Yeah, uh, the Afterwatch rocks the world. Autobots, transform and roll out. 